Hello, I'm Henry Long. I'm Eddie Roscu, and this is your first look at Inside the Essay. Inside the Essay is a brand new podcast made in partnership with WRGW District Radio and the GW Student Association. A little bit about myself. I am a sophomore at GW in SMPA. I'm a journalism major, and I am an editor on the WRGW podcast team, and I'll be one of your hosts for the rest of the show. And uh, I'm uh, currently a fourth-year student at the Elliott School of International Affairs, going to be the other co-host for this show. I also serve on the SA as an undergraduate senator for the Elliott School of International Affairs and also as the vice chairperson for the Governance and Nominations Committee. Uh, every two weeks, Henry and I will be joined by several different SA members to get an inside look on everything happening at GW and the projects the SA is currently working on. Our first full episode will be released on November 23rd, but we wanted to release a special mini-episode today to help break down what the essay actually is and its role at GW. Our goal with this podcast is to provide a platform for the essay so that they can communicate with the student body directly about their work and aspirations for our university. And we will also be providing a weekly opportunity for students to submit their own questions to be answered by essay members, which we'll talk about a little bit more at the end of today's episode. Today, we are joined by essay president Howard Brookins, and we will be breaking down his role in the essay and what the essay as a whole does. Hey, Howie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Eddie. Nice to see you or hear you virtually in this platform. Nice to EC you, Howie. <laughs> EC, I like that. Howie, can you just tell us like a little bit about sort of the broad role of the Student Association at GW in, the, in terms of like, what is the mission of the essay at GW? So the mission of the George Washington University Student Association is to further the interests and promote the general welfare of all students at GW. Our responsibilities are defined in four ways, advocate, locate, advertise, and assist. And really my role at the Student Association, what I try to do day to day is make sure that we're also encompassing the uh, DC community at large that we embody. As you all know, GW is smack dab in the middle of DC, and we have a lot of different people that surround us. So really making sure we're uh, using this space accordingly and really giving back to the people who occupy the space and the people surrounding it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I think that one thing with the essay, um, at least in my experience at GW, is it sometimes feels like, um, like this big body of students that is, is sort of nebulous and like maybe you never really see the essay in action, but you always hear about them. And I feel like I've always wondered, and I'm sure other people have wondered too, like what is what is the structure like? How do people get elected to the essay? Like just sort of how, how does it function as a body? Sure. So I, I had that same issue myself when I was kind of uh, coming through school at GW I didn't really understand what the essay was my, my first year or my second year. Uh, I really wanted to get involved though. So I got involved in, in class council and program board. And at that time, uh, those things were elected through the Joint Elections Commission. But in the essay at large, it's really kind of the organization that's at the helm of everything. The organization representing all other organizations. Um, and the structure is, is kind of set up in two or three different branches really. 
Uh, so first is the executive branch, uh, which I head. Um, and I have several different executive cabinet members who are VPs of diversity and inclusion, VPs of undergraduate student policy, and I also have different directors, such as directors of uh, health experience, directors of dining, uh, that help me and, and along with other senators throughout the way, uh, researching different projects and actively advocating behind the scenes for my policy agendas and for the school at large. I also have the, the legislative branch, which is the Senate. Um, that's where you get a lot of the elected representatives. Um, each representative is elected by his or her college. And in those specific colleges, um, those students have to run for their constituency. So you have the Columbian College, you have the Business School, you have Elliott, and then you also have your at-large senators. Uh, so some senators, such as the undergraduate student at-large senator, which I was last year, or the graduate student at-large senator, serve for the at-large community for the graduates and undergraduates, respectively. And those get elected by their respective populations. Um, so you can elect your undergraduate at-large senator, say if you're a first year, and also your Colombian senator, um, if you are in the Colombian school. And that is kind of uh, how students get elected to these positions. And you do have to be a student in that college in order to get elected. And then we also have the court system, which you don't really hear too much about. Um, we just recently had a court case pending uh, where we were being sued by one of the previous members of the Senate um, regarding first year representation and how we were double representing first years um, in this particular instance. And the court is appointed by the president uh, generally before that president's term is up. So that means SJ appointed the people who are on the court as of right now. Okay. What, what is the court like working on? Well, well, I guess a better question would be sort of like, and this you could say for the court, because I, I think that's interesting because you really don't hear much about it. And then also for like yourself, what's sort of the biggest challenge facing the SA right now? I think the biggest challenge facing the SA is the fact that we're all decentralized. Um, I, I think the SA operates, you know, very normally in a very personal setting. Um, senators and uh, cabinet members, along with myself and, and EVP Brandon Hill, have office hours where we regularly field uh, the responses of students and really directly talk to them about issues facing them on campus. Uh, we've been able to hold those office hours, but they've been less impactful. And I feel a lot of the uh, advocacy falls through the cracks. And really, another challenge is, is not having all of our troops in one place at battle. So a lot of the things facing students right now could be uh, their, their graduate student tuition, or maybe the fact that uh, they're not receiving as much financial aid as they need to be during this time. or Maybe they need financial assistance uh, from the school. Maybe their parents got laid off. And those are some of the challenges that the SA is really trying to look to advocate and help with, looking at different ways to, to steward funds in order to help the people that need it the most during this time. Um, I, I don't think an SA president has been through a uh, pandemic before, at least in recent history. Um, so it, it makes my job uh, very new every single day. I'm setting precedent as to what presidents will do during a tumultuous time. Um, and we're also looking to do a lot of things virtually and look to what 
being there as a support system for students and student orgs virtually means. And exploring that has, has been really, really difficult uh, as for most of the nation during this time. Mm -hmm. How do you think being virtual will change the essay going forward? Like when we're eventually able to come back in person and, and run things at least somewhat normally, like what will you take from this time moving forward? I think from this time, I'll, I'll definitely savor the moments uh, that I'm uh, in the grueling four or five hour Senate meetings a lot more than I than I am now. Uh, I think a, a lot of what will change is we'll be able to uh, effectively communicate with our constituents and with each other uh, so that we can get more work done. I, I think since we're all at home, we're all not necessarily thinking about GW every single day. Um, and when we are at school, GW is our life. Um, we live, we breathe, and, and we eat all around GW, and it's all we think about 24-7. Um, so to have this distraction of, you know, kind of being at home, um, you know, needing to walk your dog or, or doing chores around the house with your mom, um, that, that those types of things definitely distract from, from the work. And I think that will be a lot more effective in terms of advocating for students and, and getting policy changes done once we're back on campus. Howie, just just curious, do you think, um, you know, as being somebody who was in the Senate last year, do you think the actual Senate meetings are running uh, more efficiently, as efficiently, or less efficiently this year as they did last year? Has the has the Zoom platform, how's the transition been to the Zoom platform for the Senate meetings? I think the conversations have been interesting. I think in terms of how the Senate runs, I think the Senate runs more effectively. However, I don't feel that there is better conversation. I feel like that is something that is sorely lacking in the Senate in terms of bouncing ideas off of each other, in terms of uh, talking to one another in between votes uh, and trying to get a better grasp of uh, the bill at hand or people coming in uh, to public comment and being able to show you their raw emotion. Um, it, it, it takes away an aspect of student government that is needed, I feel, uh, that is discourse. Um, there is a lack of discourse that occurs in student me student government meetings now um, that was extremely apparent before. And I think that that is detrimental to the organization as uh, discourse is needed in order to ensure that uh, we are running to the best of our ability and that the best content legislation gets passed. In terms of decision making in the essay, um, we're we're planning on throughout this podcast sort of having a lot of different senators and people on who deal with specific issues. Like next week, we're hoping to have a couple people on to talk about pass fail. And I was just sort of wondering um, how how do like how do the allocation of those decisions like go about like. Does a senator just take it upon themselves to get to work on something, or is there like a trickle down? Sort of where do the decisions get made? There's a variety of different ways a decision could get made. Um, that student it's themselves could go ahead and start on that mission. Uh, for example, I, I really wanted to tackle uh, the code of conduct last year. Going into uh, February, we had a lot of events on campus of anti-Semitism, of, of racism, um, even by our, our own university president at that time. I mean, tensions were high, and I wanted to ensure that 
our code of conduct was up to date to codify different instances of discrimination and, and harassment uh, so that members of our community could feel comfortable knowing that it wasn't accepted here at GW. And the way you go about that is, is just doing the research, uh, going back and, and looking at the code of conduct, reading it over and over again, uh, seeing what it's missing, uh, doing a lot of market basket research. Um, so looking at other schools that GW compares itself against um, and, you know, writing out the legislation, getting it passed through the senators. And also the most important thing uh, to do after the information gathering, after uh, talking to people and getting the legislation passed, that is not the most important part. The most important part comes after that in actually trying to implement the legislation. Uh, reaching out to the meeting with the administrator who actually makes a decision on that issue, reaching out to your advisor, or reaching out to the different professors who have the autonomy to get what you want done, um, and really uh, uh, just going after it and being 100% dedicated uh, to that one mission. Um, so it, it really, a lot of things uh, at the SA gets done through self-starters. Um, sometimes an administrator will come um, and, and ask for help um, in terms of promoting a project or whatnot, but a lot of the work has always been self-started by many different members of the SA who've come through these doors. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the best aspects of the SA is just the, the ability for, for senators to have these different interests and take on these different projects. Um, and the more diverse the Senate is, the more uh, diverse of a problem set they can tackle, uh, which has always been the best part of the SA for me. Do you feel that the SA is adequately diverse in addressing like the, the diversity of issues at GW? I think so, yes. I think we are composed of a wide array of students. I think if you look at our Senate um, and if you look at our cab my cabinet, um, you'll notice that there is not you know, one person that is exactly the same as the person to the right or to the left of them. Um, we tr make sure to incorporate as many different points of view as possible. Um, like I said, at the top of the show, we, we are here to support all students on campus. That means students of all different viewpoints, uh, all different political affiliations, all different religions, all different races, um, and, and so on. So we, we do not compromise uh, our ability to advocate for the student uh, based upon any uh, type of uh, preconceived notion on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's also important to talk about uh you know specifically the the school diversity as well as just the structure of the senate allows for um you know many different majors and you know not just gra under, undergraduate students but also graduate students to express their uh their perspectives on these issues which um you know is also an important factor of diversity when it comes into these decision making uh systems and speaking of students i want to ask you howie do you feel as though the university um, ha is serving their students well at this point in time with the current administration. I know there's been a lot of um, talk, to put it lightly, around LeBlanc, and, um, and there's plenty of reason for there having been. Um, I'm just wondering, like, do, do you honestly feel like the, the school has done a good job addressing the current issues of the student body? 
I I feel that the school is definitely trying to do put forth an effort uh, to listen to students. Um, I think that they are failing at that job, though. Um, I think that the the school needs to definitely do a better job, um, especially during this time in the pandemic, to make itself more available to students um, and be more transparent with students about different things that are occurring. I think uh, we've seen the school adapt um, and change some of the the different ways it goes about communicating with students um, over time uh, as they've learned from their mistakes uh, from the summer in terms of canceling multiple different programs days before uh, students were set to move in, uh, laying off many workers um, at a moment's notice, and leaving a lot of people without health care, quite frankly, in the middle of a health crisis. Um, I, I think GW has made some questionable decisions uh, in its past, and I think the administration definitely needs to answer to them. Um, but I feel that moving forward, I will do everything in, in my ability to hold these administrators accountable. Um, I'm pleased to say that they held back on some of the other cuts that they were planning to make uh, in terms of cutting uh, funds to retirement funds, uh, more cuts to to layoffs, more cuts to salaries. And I, I think that a lot of that came after the pressure from the Student Association uh, and questions from us about, hey, you know, what are you doing to with, you know, our money? You know, we, we pay you know, thousands of dollars to come to the school every year. Um, and I think that it is, you know, just for us to ask, you know, how are these decisions being made? You know, who is making them? And, and what is the problem? I think one of the most clear things was, was the hiring of Heather Swain. Um, a, a simple background check on Google I could have told you, you know, how involved in that previous scandal she was. Um, and I, I think that GW needs to do better. I think that we can move forward. I think that there is definitely an opportunity uh, for uh, President LeBlanc and the Board of Trustees uh, to rightfully listen to students and give them a voice rather than parading it around. Um, I think that day will come, um, but I think that it will take time. And I think that slowly but surely, uh, they're hearing us. Uh, they're, they're hearing that you know, we aren't being heard. Uh, and we just have to keep showing them that we're resilient in that effort as to keep showing them that, you know, we're here and we aren't going anywhere. Howie, how do, you, how do you think your working relationship, and not just yours, but also the student association as a whole, has been affected by the calls from from us, essentially, uh, you know, for LeBlanc to, uh, you know, step down or for the calls against the administration on, uh, you know, their lack of effort and and their mistakes, quite frankly, that they've made in the past uh, past couple of months, even. Uh, how do you think our the essay's working relationship as a whole has been affected by these calls? Honestly, I think the essay's working relationship has improved. Um, I think that we are getting a lot more straightforward answers, a lot more honest conversations about what needs to be done in the school and how we can better serve the students and the faculty and the staff and. You know, all of the community members at GW a lot better uh, than how we have been. I think the open dialogue is essential. I think it's it actually is kind of an advantage that that you know my position and our position as a student association has been made known. Um, these these things that we talked about in the executive order 
um, in the uh, legislation calling for the blocks investigation, these things are not new. Um, students have been trying to implement this change for, for years on the campus, and the administration has largely ignored them. I think it's just about time that uh, those demands are finally being heard. Yeah, and and I think that what you just said there at the end, like hearing the demands of the students, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but that is one of the main uh, reasons that we wanted to partner up with the essay and make this show um, is the students. We wanted to give them the chance to, you know, for us to hear from students personally, give them the opportunity to ask essay members questions. Um, and we're going to have a, a way that listeners can do that on both the WRGW and the SA Instagram. About a week before each show we record, we'll have a place where you can ask our guests about the specific issues that they deal with or just about issues at GW as a whole. Howie, I want to thank you uh, so much for joining us today and giving the listeners um, just that first glimpse into the essay and your goals and what you guys do. I was just wondering if you had any final thoughts sort of with the essay going forward in these next couple months. It's obviously sort of a big time with semesters changing and, and the coronavirus still developing and a lot being up in the air still. Um, and just sort of what you think or what you hope the benefit of the show and this dialogue will be for the essay and the students. Sure. So I hope I'd like to thank WRGW for uh, inviting me on the podcast today. And from this podcast, I, I just like students to you know, just have an interest in what's going on on campus and just continue to be involved. I know that for me during this time, it's been extremely hard to uh, really focus on schoolwork, on, on anything. And just really kind of want to escape and think about something else, learn about something new that's going on in GW. So if, I mean, if you're interested in the essay, uh, please feel free to listen. I know not a lot of people tend to be super interested and involved in all government aspects as we all need a break from politics every now and then, especially uh, during this election season. Um, but thank you for, for having me on and, and I hope students can take something away from this and please reach out to me. Uh, I'm very open. I'm, you know, very genuine in, in how I talk. I, I try to, to be off script. I was very off script today. So please reach out to me uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or compliments. I like compliments. That's cool. I think I think we all like compliments, Howie. <laughs> but thank you for coming on today. Um, thank you for for sharing some of your time with us. I'm sure you're busy. And just thank you for being on the show. And, you know, we hope to maybe hear from you again in the future. And, and we're excited to hear from the rest of the essay, too. Thanks so much for coming on, Howie. I'll see you uh, next week at our next Senate meeting. And uh, speaking of next week, I'm happy to announce that Inside the Essay will be joined by Javon McNeil and Liz Gonzalez to talk a little bit about the university's decisions surrounding pass-fail classes for the upcoming spring semester. Yeah, also uh, joining us on Monday is going to be the SA Senate Chief of Staff, Zachary Nosenchuk, and the Senate Chief Policy Advisor, Catherine Morris, uh, to discuss uh, GW students' recently announced access to paid news subscriptions like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal.
Thank you again to Howie for coming on, and thanks so much to everyone who tuned in. We really appreciate your support, so please go follow us on Instagram at WRGWpodcast or at GWstudents to get updates throughout the week. You can also find Howie at ClapboyHowie on Instagram. Howie, thanks so much again for coming on today. I'm Eddie Roscoe. And I'm Howie Hawkins. And this has been your first look inside the essay, a brand new podcast partnership between WRGW Radio and the GW Student Association. We'll see you in two weeks.